Hey guys, welcome back to the In Search of Balance podcast. I'm your host, Haley. And I'm Agam. And today we'll be talking about proactive versus reactive mindsets. So I'm going to be giving a little explanation of the meanings of each because I don't think everyone knows these terms. I think everyone sort of knows like what they are, but not everyone knows the names. So being proactive is sort of trying to prevent or sort of being prepared for obstacles or challenges that come along your way. Let's say there's something that you need to get done or something bad that could possibly happen, you will try to do everything in your power or what you can do to avoid it. From happening in the first place. And then having a reactive mindset is sort of avoiding things, ignoring them, and only facing them once once you actually have to face your consequences. And so only responding or reacting to a situation after it has happened. You might think it's coming as a shock to you, but in reality... So I think most people will agree on this where... I mean, me personally, I think it's more beneficial to have a proactive mindset and to come with that approach. But something that... <clears throat> Like, I think we need to remind ourselves is that even if you are aiming to have a proactive mindset, we can't predict everything that's going to happen and we can't be prepared for everything that's going to happen at all times. So we don't have to be that like strict or that that like crazy about it. But, you know, just doing what we can in the moment. Sometimes it's even hard to think about when you should be proactive or how can you be proactive when you don't even know if a problem is arising like it, it's yeah. it's hard you know like it depends on the problem sometimes you don't even know that you're starting a problem and this could be with like bad having bad habits or having a bad routine not a bad routine but not but just having one a structured that's not routine to, yeah not, not one that doesn't fulfill you, you. Yeah. yeah, and so over time, if you realize that you have these bad habits or have a unfulfilling routine, then slowly it will start to show in your life. Like, it will start to affect you negatively. And yeah. you may think, like, oh, it's actually, it's okay, it's not that bad. But it might not even be a problem to you. But sooner or later, you'll realize that it's not fulfilling you. And... It, it doesn't have to be a problem, but it could be something that is really um, affecting you negatively. So yeah. that's why it's important to For sure. realize your habits and take steps to fix them, you know, incorporate good habits. And we'll be talking about some of those. Yeah. So I see you use the word fixed. And this is where I sort of wanted to talk about how, like, we shouldn't look at things as broken when it comes to people i feel especially even if a person is i don't know going through a very tough time and has negative feelings they're still not broken a human can't i mean unless you literally break their bone they can't be broken from the inside and nothing can really fix that you know i sort of believe in like i feel improving you know so or progressing it's a much more beneficial approach to take or like how you look at things because when we say fixed, it's sort of, there's two sides to things. You're either broken or fixed when in reality, you know, usually like a situation or something, it's a journey. So there's not just two sides to it. You know, you just progress and progress. This is something we've talked about in our past episodes as well. Haley was saying how sometimes we're not always aware of our habits, whether they're good or bad, or whether our lifestyle is actually fulfilling us. And I feel that sometimes when we feel that things are too easy even though it feels easy you know which takes a pressure off at the same time it's we're lacking fulfillment because you know we're not going out of our comfort zone and everything is just like there, there isn't a spark there you know what I mean so sometimes I feel if if you feel like everything is too easy you know you don't really have anything you have to be responsible for or you know different or maybe aspects even of your if life. It's too repetitive, you know. Yeah, then maybe you just have to yeah, switch something up. Then you might feel like, oh well, if my life is so easy, then why would I hate it, you know? Or why would it 
why would I feel that there's something negative to it? Because it might get, you know, it might get a bit draining because it's so easy. You know what I mean? So if, if you ever find yourself in a time like that, maybe you should start looking at your habits and what you're doing and see if there's any way you can sort of elevate them or change them slowly, slowly to actually like benefit your lifestyle. And like what Haley just said, it yeah, also plays the other way to- around. You know, sometimes you might be doing something forcefully or too much and there's too much pressure on you and you feel like everything's too hard and, you know, you might be facing burnout. So you need to take a step back. So I think having a balance, being disciplined, but at the same time staying kind to yourself is just or, you know, not being kind to yourself, because if you're being disciplined, that's sort of a form of self-care, I feel. But having sort of a balance, you know between letting yourself rest and being like very productive in order to achieve better results you need to step outside of your comfort zone because if you're just always staying in this one place that you are not willing to step out of then you can't expect any results because yeah yeah any change what is the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result you know, that's if you're, like, in the same routine and just repeating, like, your same old habits or habits that don't benefit you. If you stay in your comfort zone, it might make you think that you have a sense of control. But in reality, you're kind of just stuck in an illusion. Sometimes taking the leap out of your comfort zone, it might be the hardest and scariest part because, you know, that's, like, where... You make the first move in the process of, you know, trying to make a difference or make a change in whatever it is that you're trying to. But once you do that, once you take that leap and you step out of your comfort zone, you're going to feel so much more free. You know, like it might come with it's I mean, it's definitely going to come with its ups and downs, of course. You know, not everything is going to be like a piece of cake you're gonna feel so free and once you realize that you're gonna be like why didn't I do this sooner you know and you're gonna look back and you're gonna be like wait that wasn't so bad after all you know I survived it like nothing happened to me and this is actually gonna help like it's actually helping me so yeah the usually the point where it gets a little too hard and you think oh my gosh I don't think I can continue this that's usually a point you need to push through just a bit And then you're on the other side and you're like, woo, I did this. Yeah. You prove yourself that you can actually do it. It, You're just going to want to keep going with it. You should always ask yourself, what do you prefer? Do you prefer staying in the same place forever or do you prefer to progress and grow further? If you really want something to change in your life, even if you feel like everything is very comfortable for you in your life, There's going to be some part of you deep inside that doesn't feel fulfilled enough. It's usually related to what you do in your daily life. The decisions you make is who you become. (laughs) I heard that from like a Netflix show. Who knows, like at the end of the day, you might be feeling just not aligned with yourself. Yeah. You don't know why. Okay, first step to do, change something in your routine, you know, change it up. See how it makes you feel. It's probably something that you're not doing or something that you are doing, which you need to stop. Yeah. You know, we've talked about this in other episodes, but if you don't like a certain habit of yours or you want to have better habits, you know, for your own benefit, it's hard to just cut old ones out like that and just straight away go and jump into new ones. It's not that simple. So me and Haley both talked about this and we found that it's much easier and much more beneficial to slowly incorporate new ones and little things you know taking smaller steps and then it everything feels much more natural and at the end when you reach the habit you want to create it's it's gonna feel like much smoother than if you just straight away went into that habit you know and same with with taking back old ones you know it works the same slowly slowly take it out of your routine and you know instead of straight away one day telling yourself that because it's just going to feel much harder and you're more likely to just say no and give up if you just try to take everything out at once yeah and also another thing that is really key when 
starting a habit is make sure that habit is really convenient to you because so I read about starting new habits in the book Atomic Habits so in the book it mentions how we humans are just so attracted to having the most convenient things in our life so when a habit is really hard uncomfortable exhausting inconvenient to do we humans will tend to avoid it as much as possible yeah it's just in our it's in our nature to pursue yeah. habits that are most convenient to us so that's why when we want to start a good habit a new good habit you should try to make it as convenient to you as possible for example um if you 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 should what it mentioned which which was really helpful to me is like if you have already a habit that's already stuck to your routine it's already second nature to you for example skincare for me skincare is already stuck to my routine like it's it's not moving it's always going to be there you too agam like you travel a lot but i know that your skincare routine is always going to be there with you like you've talked about that a lot right mhm get a habit that you know is always going to be there then relate it to a different habit like put a different habit next to it like link it together it's hard to explain uh connect them in routine so if you're if you do your skincare in your bathroom then and you want to start a new habit such as i don't know flossing your teeth then make it a goal to every time you when you finish your skincare routine you floss your teeth yeah. so then it's not inconvenient because you're already there you know you're already in the bathroom you you already have your floss out too like don't put your floss in like a whole different cupboard in the other side of the house yeah so make it convenient to you and so that after you do your skincare routine you're like oh the floss is literally right next to my skincare supplies like i can just do it right now and so it's part of your routine now and it's kind of hard to avoid it you know if it's convenient to you then it's it's not hard you know yeah. making it convenient for us humans who which are in our nature very lazy but i think that it's not in our nature because if you look at like us humans like from years and ages ago we weren't like that you know because we didn't have access yeah, to well, all this easy stuff i think society our, has changed we just, yeah <laughs> this is something my dad talks about a lot and sometimes i'm just like can you just not right now can you just be quiet but there are parts of it that you know i do definitely agree with but i just don't take it to extremes you know like if you think about it everything is just too convenient now you know like you can i mean especially for for us where we live in thailand in bangkok thailand everything is so convenient and then when i go to a different country i sort of like snap back into reality and i'm like hold up wait this is how the world actually works you know <laughs> dude facts facts if you're listening from like a different european country our life is actually like we might take it for granted. We take advantage of it. It's it's yeah, cause so Yeah, cuz we're so used to it. It's like we're so used to it. like a taxi in Bangkok is it's so literally one-fourth of what you guys pay in European countries. And so we it's just like, take it anywhere. Yeah. There's and like motorbike an taxis too. Yeah, and you yeah, it's you Grab. literally yeah, it's sort of like the uber in not a, certain not asian countries <laughs> in certain asian countries there's this app called grab and it's literally got everything you can you press a button enter what location you want to get to and what your location is boom in like not even 5 minutes there's someone waiting downstairs it's, for you it's just uber but much yeah. cheaper and it's it's and there's food delivery like everywhere now in the world we don't realize that we're getting too used to this stuff, you know. We're not complaining, it's not a problem, but it's just sometimes, you know, if you have the option to I don't know, take a walk in the nature rather than taking a boring non-scenic route in a car, you know, like take the walk in the nature, you know? Yeah. Like, like the other day, uh me and my grandma, we were going to the flow mart oh what is it called in english uh flea market no 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 thrift market whatever you want to call it it's like a garage sale thing and then there was a bus that came only every 30 minutes and it was a nice day outside it was, there was sunshine it was breezy it, it's a nice day for where i where i am in germany and my grandma she has developed like a problem in her leg so she has to use like these sticks so she had to take the bus and i wasn't going to wait 30 minutes like 
you know, I could have easily just sat on my phone and waited the 30 minutes and not take the 20 minute walk. I, so I was like, obviously I'm going to put my he- headphones in, listen to a podcast and take that 20 minute walk in nature. And I got there before my grandma even got onto the bus. And it was actually such a nice walk. This might take more of your time throughout the day. But for me, I make that time. On the way to gymnastics, there's, like, different routes I can take. I used to take, like, this route, which was, like, to be honest, it was actually, like, so many transportations you have to swap with. You know, the lines. You have to change lines often. The route was not scenic at all. It was, like, is scenic a word again? No, it's not. I actually don't know. Wait. Are we even gonna put this in, <laughs> guys? I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to dictionary real quick. Scenic. Oh, I don't care if you leave this in. It is. Bro, it's a Slay. word. <laughs> picturesque. I could say picturesque. Anyways, scenic. Okay. Yeah, obviously that's a word. What am I saying? <laughs> um. So it wasn't the most scenic. Like it wasn't that nice. And part of enjoying the process is to enjoy getting there right so yeah I changed my route and I took the line that goes around the like the city kind of and it it goes along the river and lake and the city like and I get to see everything and it's so nice like it's not underground it's like um the sky train and it's so much nicer and I just listen to music listen to podcasts or even just sit in silence and it's just so much nicer yeah and sometimes it's like you'll dread it like doing it but then once you actually do it you're like okay this is or after you do it you're like oh my god like I feel so much better you know because yeah I could okay for example there's like a mall not far from my house it's maybe like a 10 minute walk if I need to get something from there you know if there's something specific I need and I need to get something there or if I'm meeting a friend I'm gonna walk there it's 10 minutes it literally you know it doesn't it's it's 10 minutes out of my day you know yeah or I could just take a motorcycle like a taxi motorcycle that's gonna take me maybe not even a minute to get there you know which is much more convenient but then you know sometimes that walk even just that 10 minute walk to get there after that I feel so good that like I did that you know and yeah it might have been I mean guys come on like walking 10 minutes isn't hard but even something like sometimes when you do the thing that takes more effort you feel so much better after you know and I mean yeah I will admit sometimes I'll take the motorcycle if I'm in a rush and I am like still getting ready at home and I don't have enough time but most times I will make sure I plan it out before and so I make the time for it you know sometimes we get caught up and like we sort of have excuses like we we create excuses for ourselves like oh but I don't have enough time and you know I'm already so busy and while yeah like of course there are going to be times where you are actually super busy but in other times if something is that important to you you will you will be able to make the effort and to do it you know what I mean like you'll be able to figure out a way to do it if it's something that you're that that you want that badly yeah so Um, I want to give an example yeah of me being reactive not gonna lie this does happen happen to everyone a lot it's it's part of being human and there's just ways to improve you know and i think everyone sort of learns you know as they go in life it doesn't mean you have to be a hundred percent on top of everything at all times it just means you're making the effort to be your best you know it's the effort that counts i feel at the end of the day it's just and that's sort of what's going to shift your mindset to being more prone to thinking in a proactive way so you said it was the effort that counts and i'm gonna bring up this book a lot atomic habits by the way i'm sure everyone knows it it's by james clear because i i didn't even finish it i only went through like one fifth of it but i already found so much good advice from it so i'm gonna be um talking about things i read from it that should be really helpful So you said, it's the effort that counts. I'll read a paragraph. It says that it doesn't matter how successful or unsuccessful you are right now. What matters is whether your habits are putting you on the path towards success. So you should be far more concerned with your 
current trajectory than with your current results. If you're yeah. a millionaire, but you spend more than you earn each month, you're on a bad trajectory. But if yeah. your spending habits don't change, it's not going to end well, right? Conversely, if you're broke, but you save a little every month, then you're on the right path toward financial freedom. Yeah. Even if you're um, moving slower than you'd like, but you're still on the right path, right? It doesn't matter if you're success successful right now. But if you're going on the right path, then that's what's more important. Again, focusing on the progress and process rather than the rather results. Rather than the, the destination. So, and then what, relating to what Agam said, you know, it, all that matters is the effort you're putting in. Yeah, because bottom line, that's what's going to change it, you know. when And, like, okay, I, for example, this is just an example that's easy for me to think of. Um, the gym, guys, we talk a lot about the gym here. <laughs> but honestly, well, it's, yeah. it's, part of, it's part of our life. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to talk about it, it on this podcast a lot. And one of the things we do talk about is fitness because it's something that's very, like, important to the both of us. And so, for example, in the gym, let's say I'm just starting out, right? And I have no experience whatsoever and I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm still putting my effort to show up and to do things the best I can, you know, like certain exercises or whatever it is I'm doing. Okay, for example, there's an exercise my form could be terrible, you know, that's not how you're supposed to do it, but it's my effort that's counting, you know, me showing up there, me actually trying, I'm slowly going to get better and I'm slowly going to learn and I'm slowly going to realize my mistakes and how I can actually improve them. And then I'm going to get there, you know, now and that's a proactive mindset. Okay, guys, now that's how it might sound unrelated, but but it you know, does relate you, to proactive and reactive mindset, guys. Honestly, anything plays in this, you know, because yeah. everything, almost everything we do, almost everything prevent, we do, whether yeah. it's fully, us fully being aware of it or it's so, like only subconscious, it's actions, you know, it's our behavior, decisions, actions, you know, like they all relate to each other. And we, d we can't let them define us, you know. I actually don't physically remember this, but my dad told me because growing up I used to watch the movie Annie a lot like the original you know the one where she's like oh, yeah. an orphan I still haven't watched it it's so good know. I love it it's like my childhood um but basically I should watch it there I can't remember what her name was but there who so, Annie <laughs> no 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 not Annie so Annie is the orphan she's a girl and she's in an orphanage an all-girls orphanage and there's the lady who's in charge and she's like the manager of the orphanage, I guess. Wait, I have to Google her name. Sorry, this is just like, I'm not going to stop thinking yeah, about it ahead. until I find out what her name is. Was it Mrs. Hannigan? Hold up. Wait, that sounds so familiar. Yep, Mrs. Hannigan. Okay, so her name is Mrs. Hannigan. And she's like the owner of the orphanage. And, you know, she doesn't treat the girls in the orphanage that nicely. And she sort of, she's she's kind of the villain of the movie, I would say. And... She kind of tries, she couldn't have a kid of her own, so she kind of wants to keep Annie to herself. But Annie doesn't like her for doing that. And my dad asked me when I was, I think I was maybe like six or something. I was very young. And he asked me, he was like, Agam, so do you think she's a bad person for what she's doing? And I said to him, I was like, I mean, I don't think she's a bad person, but I think what she's doing is bad, you know? her actions and her behavior towards the girls, they're bad. Yeah. They're not good actions. But I don't think that truly makes her a bad person. So we sometimes have to learn how to separate our, our actions and ourselves, like our identity, and we can't let them define us, you know, because... I don't know, dude. I, it's such it, a it depends. It, it depends in what... Because we just said that the decisions we make are who we are or who we become. But, but just because you do I something guess, bad, like, that doesn't define you, you know? Sometimes you don't, you aren't aware that you're doing something bad until after it's happened. And when you look back, you're like, oh, wait, that was not a good decision. And you can choose to learn from it and to, you know, take the proactive approach and to react, learn from it. Okay, it's how yeah. you react. <laughs> you could choose to learn from it or you can just have an, create another excuse for it, you know? And that's sort of what differentiates between the two. Hmm. 
I don't know. It's kind of tough because it's like little habits and routines that you do every day will show the person you are becoming. But I guess what you're saying is it doesn't define who you are. Yeah. You know, because you can always... You can always change change it up a bit. You know? Yeah. Another thing is putting a label on yourself. Yeah. Like saying, oh... I'm, That's what I I'm mean a, where you can't I'm define a bad person, you know? You can't put that label on yourself. If you say, okay, let's let's give an example. I not going to lie, like I will have good grades in school, but I do everything last minute. I prepare for my test last minute, especially this last quarter for exams. I literally studied so last minute and my scores were okay, well, except for geography. Algebra, uh, algebra was okay, but geography, I could have done so much better. It's usually the easiest exam, but because I just pushed it so far and like just, just kept on ignoring it, pushing it away, I got a bad score. And so I was labeling myself in school terms, always being last minute, always being late or just putting that label on myself, you know? And it limits yourself. It's like you're convincing your brain that you are always going to be last minute and there's nothing you could do about it. But, but if it's you all label in your yourself control. like that, yeah, it's, it's all in your control. So I can change that, you know? I could say instead, I usually am late, but I can change that. It's not like I am a late person. Yeah, no, that's I can what I mean change when that. I just have habits like that. that yeah, you can't exactly. define Here, yourself. There you go. I explained what you meant. Yes. Why am I so excited? It's like no, dude, I am too. Um, no, it's okay. Wait, wait, wait. They reflect my a part habits. of you, but they don't define you. You know, exactly. You can always change. If you really put your mind to it, you can actually change. The thing is, sometimes we wait and we wait and we wait for something to change or for someone to make the changes for us, you know, but no one can do that. We need to realize that we're fully responsible for our own actions. You can't wait for someone or for something to come fix it or to change because it's it's never going to happen. You know, you're going to end up waiting ages and that's sort of you creating an excuse for yourself. You know, you have to take it into your own hands and that's the only way you're going to be able to change. It's like riding a bicycle. No one can ride it for you. You know, you're the only one that can ride it yourself. People can teach you. They can help you. They can guide you. But that's not going to matter unless you put in the effort to actually try and learn. It shows in different ways for people in different aspects. And, you know, I... I think we can name a few, you know, so like Haley was talking about like school, even if someone like no one can make her grades better, you know, she can get a tutor to help her, but that won't help and that won't change anything unless she puts her mind to it and makes the effort to change, you know. And I still haven't, I mean, I still haven't really improved on it. But it's so but at now, least now so you're aware of it and you know that I'm, I'm you aware should, exactly, you know, and this is like actually like a kind of hard topic for me to talk about. But like I went through a phase where I was really just like I like my physical state was just not healthy. I was losing a lot of weight and I had no appetite and I wasn't doing anything about it, you know, and I was always just waiting and waiting for something to change and. I sometimes when you realize when you sometimes not in all cases, but sometimes people wait until they hit rock bottom to actually take action and make a change, you know, and and that's a reactive mindset. It's it's we've all been there. Some of us are currently still there. And so I had to I like honestly, that's kind of how I started at the gym, actually, because I was like, I need to get my strength back. I need to get my life back. You know, I'm not going to let this continue dragging me down because it's dangerous and I was like okay yeah like like my parents were stressed they couldn't help me you know they they, like they couldn't change it for me they couldn't force me to do anything like nothing would have changed unless I made the effort and so I slowly it was it was the hardest thing you know to actually start but slowly and I would I would force myself to to you know eat a bit more or, or do this or do that and like it was so hard at first I had stomach aches I couldn't like I just my I couldn't handle it physically but I kept making an effort 
And you know, not every day is going to be perfect. And it's just like a battle with yourself in your head. And I kept making the effort and slowly, slowly, it just became easier and easier and easier. And now when I look back, I can't even, I don't even understand myself back then on how I even let myself get to that state. And I, now when I look at it, I wish I started sooner, you know, but at the same time, I think some of I us, can't uh, sometimes it happens yeah. and for a reason, I'm, you I'm know, like you need I'm it like, that. yeah and sometimes I'm like even though it's really bad you do need that some things to happen to you so you can come out a better person you know like I wouldn't say as, that that as bad whole as it thing might seem I don't think that that whole thing was good in any way like I honestly think it would have been way better without it but this is where I wanted to touch on if we keep looking back at the past what it could have been and how it could have been that's not going to change anything you know it's what counts now you know there's there's this like trending audio i don't know if i think you've heard it but it was like the best time to grow a tree was 20 years ago but like you can't do that now right so the second best time to do it is now you know because that's like if the first option's gone like you know i can't look back now and be like oh why didn't I change sooner? You know, I can think of what am yeah. I going to do now that's actually going to make the difference? How am I going to change now that's going to make it better? You know, yeah. and that's what's going to change. And yeah, I just I just think like if if you keep looking at the past and you're sort of defining yourself by your past, like your past doesn't define you. That's not going to do anything. It's like, you know, sometimes you might look at a situation and you're trying to think back and you're trying to find a blame for it or or like an excuse or you're trying to blame someone or something you know ask yourself this what will you gain from blaming anything or anyone you know you won't gain anything maybe in the moment there's nothing you can do about it but at least now you have experience on how to handle it in the future you know like a situation in the future and at least now you can sort of take what you want from it to see what how you can make the changes now, you know, what you can do now. Because sometimes you got to just, you know, you have to look at what you have to work with. Because if you focus on, on what you don't have to work with and what you can't have, that's like, what's what's the point, you know? If you can't do any of that, what's the point? Look at what you can do to get what you don't have yet, you know? You were in a very bad mental and physical state um I definitely related in the like my physical self it was fine but my mental state like it was so bad at a certain point earlier this year and that's why like I started developing more reactive management to certain things in my life you know what Mm -hmm. I mean yeah Um, like school And then um, I actually didn't go to the gym for a while. I felt burnt out. Um, I don't know what was going on, but my mental state was not... It was lacking so much. And I also didn't do anything about it until I really was at rock bottom. Just I I just kind of just let myself go. And I don't know what was happening, but next thing you know, like, I was just such in a bad place and this happened to me during covid times too and that's why i when i went to germany and i decided to do online school because i really like instead of physical school like yeah instead of physical school i did um online program everything changed when i was in germany i went to gymnastics and i was really getting my life back together i don't know i was getting my shit together and it just really helped me mentally. And so I was I was taking steps to better myself, you know. But that's not to say that I was taking steps earlier, you know. I, I yeah. did just let myself get to rock bottom. And then I took steps. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then so again, and I was doing fine for a while. And then again this year, I don't know. something. I, I'm sure we're going to talk about this more in other episodes getting to rock bottom and how we dealt with it here i am again in summer and i'm back in germany and back at gymnastics training and it really i don't know what it is it's like therapy it's just it really yeah helps me so much yeah okay but part of it like yeah it's like how you're saying like when you're in germany you feel 
like this you're you're sort of like on a high you know like you're grinding you're yeah. happy and everything and you know it your environment that you surround yourself with does play a huge role in this but again it's not that's not what it's dependent on you know it's not your environment that changes everything and it's it no, was it's a up factor. to you yeah yeah it's a factor and it's your actions that led you to change your environment you know that was a choice that you made to change your environment you know oh, and that's yeah. that's sort of the proactive yeah, the approach thing. playing you know what i mean yeah and like it's, sure the environment is helping you yeah. but it's who made the yeah. decision to change the environment in the first place you did like you know? i like to look at it like this i am the what's it called i'm the the what's the like a builder like a guy that fixes things bob the builder yeah so i'm thinking okay you know what whatever i can't find the word i'm bob the builder all these factors in my life they're the tools you know i'm in control i am (laughs) wait 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 (laughs) you mean uh oh engineer or something uh i'm i'm the mechanic texture i'm I'm the mechanic okay architect Oh, no, no architect oh, wait, designs the house. <laughs> okay, anyways, okay. I'm I'm the mechanic, or I'm I'm the one in control, and all these builder other factors. It's a builder. It's a yeah. Okay, whatever. I'm the one in construction control. worker. I'm sorry, I'm going through the thesaurus right now. <laughs> I'm I'm the one in control, and all these other factors are my tools. You know, they can guide me. Even people, you know, they can guide you. They can help you. They can teach you. But I'm the one in control. I'm the one that takes what, a bit of everything from what I can and create my own thing or create my own path and, you know, make my own changes. You know, I build it, I'm building my own staircase with all these tools. But yeah. these tools aren't doing it for me, you know? Sometimes it's not, you're not even at rock bottom, but you're so close and you sort of get this feeling like that you're so close that you just you know you have to change something because you don't want to get to that state, you know? And that's sort of like, I would say that's a mixture between a reactive and a proactive mindset because you weren't avoiding it from the start and you weren't, because sometimes you can't see it, you know, like what Haley was saying at the start. But sometimes it's like the reactive part of your mind that's like, you know, dragging you down that far down the hole. But then the proactive part is like clicking and is like okay i know that i'm so close to this i need to you know i need to get my stairs up like i need to build my way back up you know before it gets to a point where it's even harder and i think sometimes that 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 idea of rock bottom it scares us you know it scares us to be there which honestly in this case being scared is a good thing because you don't want to get there so Mm. Yeah. It it sort of spark it creates like a spark to motivate you to start, you know, even if it's hard. Like yeah. I remember back to what I was saying, my problem where, you know, I was it just physically in a bad place. I was literally supposed to be hospitalized and I was like my biggest, uh, it wasn't a fear, but my biggest like no, no. Like I was like, this is not happening was being hospitalized because I just hate the hospital. I hate feeling like I can't do anything, you know, like I just, I just was like, no, I'm not going to let it get to this state, you know? So I was like, I need to try right now to build my way back up so I don't end up in this state. Cause I was already supposed to be there, you know, that's when I was like, okay, I have to build my way back up. And it's not a good thing that it got that far, but I can't change anything about that. You know, that's in the past. And at least I worked yeah. my way up, you know, like I'm looking at the glass half full instead of half empty, which is honestly one of the most cheesiest and like cliche that, quotes. No, but it's like honestly that. true. You know, it's honestly true. You can look at a situation in so many ways. Like I was giving Haley an example earlier. Nothing can actually oh, yeah. ruin your day. It's you, you can't, that you can't it's you that decides that it it ruins your day. You know, it's not actually ruining your day. Like for example, let's say you wake up and you make your cup of coffee as usual, but then you spill it and you drop the glass. It's all broken. There's a mess everywhere. Dude, a gum, I will literally cry and it will affect my day. But however, I have been taking steps proactively so i feel that sometimes we avoid doing things because we're not scared of actually doing it we're scared of not being perfect you can't instantly be good or perfect you know how how would you define perfect 
you know, it's different for everyone. I don't really think there is a perfect, but you yeah, can't no expect it to, to just immediately be good at something. If you see someone that's a professional at something, like, yeah, sometimes they just have their natural strong suits, but they still put in the effort to practice and improve, you know, to get where they are now. You don't always have to be good at something in order to do it, you know? I have a lot of friends that are, you know, I, I would always be like, guys, let's go and let's paint together or let's draw together. And sometimes they would be like, no, I can't paint and I can't draw and I can't do... Why are you putting that stamp on for yourself, you know? Yeah, that's and that's what I was talking about. You don't about. need to... There's like no having rule that, that says... Like, there's no rule that says... If, unless you're like a professional artist, you're not allowed to paint or you're not allowed to draw, you know? Or like... It limits I feel like yourself. sometimes, yeah, and I think this is something I kind of see in my brother, like my mom and I were talking about it, that he's sometimes scared, or not scared, but he sometimes avoids doing things if he isn't already good at them, you know, and it's sad because sometimes you're missing out on your potential, because if you do practice something, you yeah. can become really good, and, you know, it's just a shame if you don't, you know, and so... He liked basketball, but there was a time where he didn't really go forward with it, I guess, because he didn't. He felt like, if I want to play basketball, I have to be good. But you can't just instantly be good if you've never done it, you know, and if you've never practiced. But then he started practicing more and more, and he enjoys it even more now, you know, because he improved. But he wouldn't have improved if he didn't practice. And now he gets excited for it, you know what I mean? Now we're going to get into our little Q&A segment that we post every week on our Instagram. So if you'd like to participate in future episodes, make sure to go follow our Instagram at In Search of Balance Pod. Let's get into it. We're going to read some of your questions. I want to change my routine and I have plans and I just can't push myself to do it. Help. So I'm going to give an example that relates to me personally in my experience. One thing with my calendar and my routine, my events throughout the day, I'm a very busy person. So all I have to say is be more organized. Now it's much bigger than this actually. I just started filling up my calendar with literally any event or even an assignment that I had to do on a specific date. Uh, no matter how irrelevant it may seem or how small it may seem, I would still put it on there so I know that I have that thing to do on that day or something to submit on that day. And you don't have to have a whole dedicated year planner notebook or like a written down like, oh, I'm going to do this, 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 like in your notebook or whatever. No, you can just literally use the calendar app on your phone and it's so convenient. As I was saying, you have to make your habits convenient, right? Just make it convenient. That's all I have to say, you know? So if you want to change your routine and you do have the plans, which is good, you know, you sort of created, I feel like goals for what you want to achieve. You know, you have like the intention, but now you actually have to take action. You actually have to do, you know, you've done all the thinking. Now you have to actually do. And this is sometimes where people find it tricky. And this is sort of like the leap of getting out of your comfort zone, I would say. You just got to take small steps, you know. Sometimes, yeah, it's a leap to the other side. But you still got to take small steps. This person wrote, I just can't push myself to do it. If you look at it as you can't, then nothing's going to change. Labeling. But if you look at how, how can I make these changes? What can I do that will lead me eventually to these changes you know that's what's going to make the difference so that's sort of how you can shift your mindset you know switch you know be curious change it to sort of a question to yourself you know reflect on yourself and I think that's something that can really help you so the next replies that we got two people actually wrote this it's about changing your perspective and how it's all about your perspective which relates to my answer to the previous question so Part of making a change is how you think of it, you know? If you want to make a change, it's you got to change your perspective or how you view something in order to actually be able to take a step. Someone wrote, people's values are going to depend on how they've been brought up. And this is something I wanted to talk about earlier in the episode, but I forgot to mention it. But it's, you know, sometimes you don't always have to agree with someone else, you know? You don't always have to be on the same page. And... It's kind of like agree to disagree, you know? 
So you might react to someone's opinion, but they're not trying to, you know, they're not trying to attack you with their opinion. That's just simply their way of thinking. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to put that stamp on yourself. To be more open-minded, you have to be willing to listen to other people and just to things around you and just to be more aware. Sometimes this is something I think is very important that we incorporate in our way of thinking and it's separating opinions to facts because opinions you know they're just they're based they're personal they're based on many factors you know but they're not facts you know they're simply just the way people feel or think not everyone's always going to try to push their values on you or do this or do that they just simply have their own opinion you know it doesn't make it right and it doesn't make it wrong that's just their opinion end point you know so i think that's something you should incorporate in your perspective like not everyone is the same you know and you just got to remember that so another person said what are common traits or behaviors associated with each mindset you've i've mentioned this I think putting a label on yourself or a stamp on yourself really limits yourself. And it will... It gets it, it really in your way. Does. Okay, so that, we've already touched on that. Like, that's a big thing. I feel like people who have a more reactive approach at most times, you know, in the majority of cases, they sort of look at things as if, as if others or something else is always to blame, you know, and they're not willing to always face the real issue. And sometimes they're not aware of it. And sometimes I think people that mostly have a reactive approach, they kind of let external factors control them when in reality they are the ones in control. And I think sometimes it's a bit impulsive, like people with a reactive approach are a bit impulsive, but out of insecurity, I feel not, not, you know, and they sort of look for sympathy instead of empathy. Like they, they look at themselves as the victim and they always try to play the victim card when, you know, sometimes that's not really going to benefit you because if you're going to look at yourself like that, then it's not going to benefit you in any way, you know? Mm. I don't think anyone truly wants to be the victim. That just makes you feel stuck. And I think that in a proactive mindset, you are independent and you don't feel the need to rely on anyone or anything besides yourself. And you know that you're responsible for your own actions and your behavior and your choices and that it's all up to you, you know, at the end of the day. So I think that's sort of what differentiates between the two. Yeah. And the next question, the last question, um, are there any potential drawbacks to being too proactive? So what I think this person means is, you know how, yeah, or maybe you, like, you're always trying to prevent something from happening. You Maybe you start to get too, like, paranoid. Yeah, yeah, paranoid and too, like, in your comfort zone. Like, you start to think that a small change is going to be really detrimental to you or, like, really affect you badly when actually sometimes you got to let some things happen. It it depends on the situation, but don't get too obsessive with it, you know? Sometimes it's it's not even a bad thing happening or a problem happening, but you you take steps for no reason. I don't know. You really have to look at the situation. It's important to remember that we can't predict everything. You know, like, yeah, sometimes you're trying to prevent something bad from happening in the future but you need to remind yourself you don't know for sure none of us know not everything is in our control especially in the future being proactive means you're still doing what you can but you don't have to be hard on yourself all the time to always do something because sometimes that's just us being too paranoid like I remember when I was younger I had this thing where I was always paranoid that I was like that I had some sickness or disease or something like if I had like a symptom like you know your oh. stomach hurts oh, dude, or dude, like dude. your no, your, your throat hurts and you google up and then it tells you that like you have this like crazy disease and I would go spiraling it's, it's and I would a, cry and this one time no it's yeah. an actual uh condition disease my brother has it oh what I already forgot what yeah. it's called it's like um it's a condition where you always think there's something wrong with you or you have a disease like you're trying to always look for yeah uh diagnoses or something like that oh let me yeah, find yeah, what yeah. it's called so 
I don't have that anymore, but there was a phase when I was younger. I think I was in like year eight, so like seventh grade or even younger maybe, where I was just always, I was constantly paranoid. And there was this one time that I had like, I, I had gymnastics and swimming and PE, like at school, outside of school, like everything was just like, you know, I was oh, always like I, doing I got it, something. I got it. And so it's called I, hypochondria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, that's true. And then so I, I started having like, almost like a heartburn or like a pain there like in the muscle like it would kind of get like stiff sometimes and I used to think that I was having like a full-blown heart attack and that I was dying and then I thought I was gonna die or that there was something wrong with my heart and dude like I'm literally just growing like I'm a teenager like I'm I was like a teenager like I was really young like that's normal that's supposed to happen but I was convinced that it wasn't and I was like no there is something wrong with me and I forced my mom to take me to the hospital to check my heart and just and she took me just so I would shut up and like realize that there's nothing wrong you know but like I wasn't calm until I knew that nothing was wrong but now like you know I've I've I know how to take things into proportion and think more rationally but there was a time that I was just like spiraling and I was always thinking about it and I couldn't focus in school and like you know I always thought there was something wrong or that I'm sick or that something like that and I would cry to my mom about it yeah But yeah, so sometimes I think you just have to find the balance and know when is like a bit over the boundary, you know, I'm sure. And it's just a process. Every person it's It's, different. It's an ongoing process yourself. If, uh, yeah, if you're doing the right thing, I think everyone for sure will know. Yeah. That's all our questions for today. Thank you for joining and listening to our podcast today, guys. That's a wrap. Is this episode five? Yeah, this is our fifth episode. Damn. Really? We don't put numbers on our episodes. That's crazy. But, uh, yeah. No, like, I, we do on the Instagram. Like, I do, but it's, like, we don't say episode five, episode six, but it's like, yeah, damn, fifth episode. I don't know. That's kind of crazy for me. Like, five weeks? It doesn't feel like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, look me. at it as you know, weeks. If you think about it. Like, I still feel like last week we were still, like, taking photos for the Instagram on the beach (laughs) for, like, during your birthday weekend. Okay, guys, so that is it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed, and make sure to go follow our Instagram again at InSearchOfBalancePod for more exclusive content and for a chance to be featured in future episodes. And, yeah, that's it. Thank you, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.